bone. Yeah. Let's talk, dude. Let's do it, man. Hunter. Welcome, bro. Yo, it's good to be here, man. What's good, bro? But it's a long time coming. Type, to be honest. Yeah. Yo, mad conversations in the gym. We've been chatting it up recently. Bro, hours. Like, I was saying, bro, I was saying to you the other day, bro, like, we start talking and time just loses itself, bro. Next thing I know is an hour and a half. Time Time isn't isn't real. real. It's too early for that, though. Time is time is really circular. Time is very circular. Time is very circular. So like I was, t- we were driving here mm-hmm. to to get set up, and I was like, I'll look at my clock on shift at seven o'clock, and then like I look down, it's eight fifteen, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how how did that just happen, bro? I was at the gym until nine thirty the other night because I was so late on like cleaning up and shit because I was talking to you for mad long, bro. We were vibing. To be honest, to be honest. I didn't want to leave, bro. I had some shit to do. That's why I left. Word. To be honest, like to be, yeah, I had I to go pick that. up my mans from work. I like, that. I got a question. When did you guys first meet? Like, wh- how long ago? I can't tell you. How well, long? How long you been in the gym, bro? A year and a few months. Yeah, I, I joined when like three months after they opened. Like, I joined like a month after Nando joined. Yeah, you've been there for. So a I've been there for. A, I've been yeah. there for a minute, bro. So like, we were always friendly because I'm always mm. I'm friendly with everybody, and yeah. I knew he knew Nando, so I would say what's up or whatever. Then he was wearing a guinea tee, mad tan from work. <laughs> swear to God, I swear to God, this is how it went down, and like. I looked at you and I was like, yo, you look mad big. Like, good for you. Facts. And you dapped me up. And it was like so genuine. You were like, yo, I appreciate that. <laughs> I was like, I got you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and I was genuine too. Like, yeah, just, little did I yo, know. You look right? good, bro. Yeah. Thank love you, bro. recognizes real love. Hey, dude. Yo, he's dead ass one of the realest kids I ever met in my life. Yeah, dude. Like, it's so wild because I really don't know him like too, too well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we really just get starting to get like close. But uh, there's not, not a lot of You get that feeling though, like when you meet someone for the first time and you have like even just a couple months of conversation with them, you feel like you've known them from a different life. Like you, I've been talking to you for eons now, you know? To be honest. And yeah. when you have that feeling, it's like nothing's going to stop you. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop you. Your conversation can go anywhere. I think that's where we got we got there pretty quick when we started to get close, and it sounds like you guys are there. And See, I th- yeah, to be bro. honest, we got there. We got there really, really quick. Than yeah. us. So we, I've known him since freshman year. So okay. this is like the fourth year fourth I've known year, him. Yeah, okay. But it was only like sophomore, junior year. Are you guys the same age? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Same major. Like, so he's, well, I'm 22. Okay, I'm 22. I'm 22. Yeah. Okay. So same major, mad classes together, everything. But it was only until recent, like spiritual awakening, like going on some trips together. That like we really started a bond, yeah. But like with us, I don't know. It's like love attraction. That's not cute. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I get my friends to like go on like bonding trips. Fire, bro! Yo, I can't even imagine, bro. It was called May Camp, so it was ten days or twelve, twelve days, middle of nowhere, Connecticut, middle of nowhere, and uh, we had to do like mad adventures that shit. So like, we had to go canoeing, rock climbing, hiking, sailboating, everything, and then sports, and golf, then sports, tennis, yeah. So we, we got super close with that. Was it and like then, competitive? Like you're going against other people? Like low key. There was group there A okay. and group yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. It was fire. And then at night we would get lit. And fire. then we'd be up at like 7 a.m. the next morning fire. for breakfast and like do it all over again. So we always say it's like the best 12 days that we never want to yeah, do yeah, again. Yeah. So like the bonding like lasted yeah, yeah, for four yeah. years. Oh, wow. Fire. That's bro. awesome, bro. That's fire. Yeah, not yeah. to be honest. That's some tight shit. For real. So uh, you guys have some pretty deep conversation. I, I don't know you personally, Hunter, but... I feel like I already do. Like, I feel like from what I've heard from Chesco and from just our pre-podcast conversation for just the audience, like we have pre and post podcast conversation <laughs> as you, as you probably would assume. Um, and pre podcast conversation has just been electric. We've have a oh, we whole couldn't, we list. Couldn't press of, record. We couldn't, we, we, we couldn't were, it was record. hard to press record. You know what's crazy? 
<laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Chesco still hasn't impressed this before. Is why you need, this is why you need a fourth person <laughs> to come on. <laughs> and, and we really, need, we really need some help. help. We need some help. All right. Oh, so man. those who are finally watching live on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are finally on YouTube welcome wondering what just happened, <laughs> yo, welcome we to did it. Yo, we didn't miss five. much. We were just talking, like introduce, like introducing each other. Nothing crazy. May camp. We'll put a little uh, compilation of Chesco working out. Type yeah. Yeah. Over <laughs> the audio working out. Get the, get the video started. And Zach eating vegetables. When, yeah, you know what I like that. <laughs> He's vegetarian. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now you was telling me that. Wait, no. Didn't you tell me he's fruitarian? He's trying to be. So yeah. So I'm, as of right now, I'm, I'm vegetarian. Like, are you tired all the time? No, I'm electric all the time. That's what I have so my much energy. I think we're just. Are you Italian? Uh, I'm a mixture of everything. I'm a mutt. Cause I say, bro, I feel like like we just programmed to eat like meat type. No, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like humans are just real omnivores, bro. He doesn't believe that. Do we? You think we're herbivores? You think I know. We're something different. You know we're herbivores. Yeah. You don't think we're our bodies like designed to process meat? Not at all. I mean, look at our teeth structure: <clears throat> flat, low cusp. Uh, look at our small intestine. It's How long do you as explain like having like sharper teeth? Like canines. Canines are not used for our mouth to shred meat. In fact, our canines were um, it's just an evolutionary of um, gorillas, right? And gorillas are herbivores, and gorilla, gorillas show their canines to assert dominance. So, not that canines are. It's yeah, supposed he to might shred me. But here's the real question. Are we carnivores because we just dominated like a lower section of the animal kingdom? So now we just eat them just because? That's what I'm saying. So like our intelligence allowed us to kill and cook animals, which allowed us to eat the animals. So like if we didn't if we weren't educated yeah. enough and like we weren't top of the food chain, I still don't think we are, then would we eat meat? Oh, like, what do you mean? Bro, we are masters of this planet. Humans are masters of this planet. There's not a single species that's more advanced than ours. On this planet, cognitively, cognitively. Yo, dolphins yeah. are smart. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but yeah. I'm saying like you put, but like you take all of our like inventions away, you take all of our technology away, you put us in the middle of nowhere. Like the risk to re- like the risk ratio of like getting attacked by a lion in Africa. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but our adaptability is like sky skyscrapers mm. above like other. But like, but like, you're right because like we're not trained for those kinds of scenarios. That's what I'm saying. Like, like forests, animals, and creatures are trained for that kind of stuff. So we're not. But like, we're still like predators, bro. You give me a spear, that line is getting. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how we got to this point that we're at now, bro. We had strength in numbers, and we was just poking the shit out of dangerous ass animals in the jungle, and now we're here. To be honest, uh, and like I'm curious to like put me back in the woods. Like, how long would it genuinely take me to adapt? Well, the, the, like the to first learn how to skill that you would need or that you would need to survive fire. is learn how to f- what? Build a fire? Maybe. Find yeah. your source of water. But I'm find your source of water. <laughs> like find your source of water. I already died. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I died. Find your source of water, number one. You should look for insects. That's, they're around moist areas. Or or you could have knowledge about what plants are poisonous and what are not. You were definitely a Boy Scout. Eagle Scout. No, you had I, to be. Maybe in a past life, <laughs> you had to be. But not now. Um, I love how vegetarianism and like just nutrition comes up in every episode. Literally, almost every episode. It's interesting. I've had like one of my good friends said he did it, and then he was like feeling awesome. He didn't have a single pimple for mad long. He yeah. hadn't gotten a cold. Like you know, what I'm saying he was really doing it. 
I was like, bro, like, don't aren't you just like hungry, like for like a real meal? Mm. Not not to like discredit vegetarians, bro. No, no, like, I, I, no, I, I, know, I, I just like I'm, I'm programmed to think that like you know I I need like a, a protein, a carb, and like a, a grain or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some something like that in that form. American diet. It is the American diet, bro. <sighs> but we're also Americans are built differently than a lot of other people, bro. For better mm. or for worse, but we're built differently. Yeah. And Culture. that makes me question like what I, I say this all the time like what's a construct and what's not. In a sense, like every like everything we know is passed down. So for ourselves, like what do we know is true? Like what is really us? But again, experience makes us who we are. So it's like a weird balance of like what is just bullshit that people pass on to keep us in like a certain agenda in a yeah. certain line. And then when do we know like what our experience like determines who we are? I, I tell you, bro. I mean, I think it's fucked up that they make you like pay more if you want to be like healthier. They they market like being healthy yeah. as like the expensive option like that's kind of degrading. Well, because you know? society sets you up to fail. Society sets you up because they, they want you to be a consumer. They don't want you to think for yourself. Yeah, like look at low. Um... See, I think that's the wonderful thing about this country is that it starts off like that, but as soon as you have that switch flip, you know what I'm saying? Like that growth mindset, I guess. Like you really can just like take over a market as soon as you get boned. You can take over whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? But being a consumer is the most pivotal part of being an entrepreneur, bro. Like, you need Mm -hmm. to know what you want out of a market before you can, like, take over a market. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And there's so many opportunities out there. And, I mean, if your mindset is right, if your work ethic is right. We live in the craziest time period ever. Ever. There's so many avenues. Me and you could put the camera right there and start doing some dance on TikTok and blow up by tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Like yeah, it's literally. it's really like that for a lot of people nowadays, bro, and it, I think that's like really wild. That's you know, power. We're a little older than the, like that generation that's like coming like the iPad kids I call them like, Yeah, yeah. That's coming <laughs> in with like all that kind of like you know, we need to be doing everything. Like, they don't know how to interact, but they know how to do the dance. They know how to, like, you know, get their yeah. followers up. Like, all this weird shit that, like, doesn't really equate to nothing in your, like, real But it life. can make them super successful. But it can make them super successful, bro. And that links back to, like, what, well, what is successful? What, what's your definition of success? And you, not a joke, but you kind of were serious about it. Like, your mom now. Oh, yeah, you. dude. Oh, my <laughs> definition <laughs> of success is if my, if my mom isn't, like, on my back about what's going on in my life, I'm doing something right. Just because I know that my mom has my best intentions out for me. And if she's not really, like, pushing me to do something, then she's, like, she's content with where I'm at. So I must be doing something okay. That doesn't mean nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still want more. I still am going to do more. I've just been trained that way to just do more. But, like, you know, my mom just being calm is definitely, like, a good yeah, a good indicator that I'm, like, doing the right thing for sure. sure. I think that's, a lot of people can attest to that. Yeah. Too. That's some yeah. mad respect on your mom. That shows yeah, that your mom is love. a highly reflective person. My mom is, person. is literally like father and mother in one person. And I, I love my father. He's the best. Yeah. But my mom is just alpha female for sure. I would love that. What does that say about you though? Does that say that um, this is a genuine question? This is not me yeah. making any judgments. But does that say that you may lack some ability to objectively reflect on your life or make change on that reflection? Like, yeah, I I I think sometimes I try to, like, look at things through my mom's eyes in, mm. in a way. I know that sounds, like, kind of messed up, but no, it's, not, it's but, not a bad thing. Like, yeah. I just feel like, you know, when you try to see things through people's eyes that have, like, your best intentions. Like, I know my mom really has my best intentions at heart. Yeah. So, like, if I feel like I'm doing the right thing in that regard, 
then I can really console with myself Got and be it. like, where do we go from here? Got it. Got it. Yeah. For sure. But you've got a whole list of things, dude. Let's 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 get cracking into that. Hope is number one. Oh my god. We I don't even know if I'm ready for that, bro. It doesn't exist, but it does exist at the same time. That you just you just described the universe. You yeah. just described existence. I mean, but like we know we can't just say that and just like I know, and then just like, <laughs> like <laughs> All right, next we have uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, man, I mean, hope is there for the people that really need it. I feel like, you know, I feel like if you come into life with uh, the right privilege and the right circumstance that suits your needs, you don't need hope because you have it all planned out for you. Yo, yeah, because you mentioned that too. Like we're, we live in a world or a country that you don't necessarily need need to hope because you do have so many opportunities at hand. But like if you're living in a third world country. Still hope. Every market is so oversaturated, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you really need to be unique and different to the point where, like, you're going to have 100,000 plus people like, I want to buy into you. what this guy is yeah. selling me, what this girl is selling me. Like, I need that lip liner. I need that underwear. I, You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it really has to be, like, different. Word. Drawing this back in, though, I feel I've had so many conversations about hope over these last four weeks to six weeks, right? Uh, and one of the, the biggest things that I've learned about hope is that there's two different forms of hope. Hope lies within the subconscious brain and the conscious brain. So while there, when you, when you become conscious or in other words, when you are aware that you are hoping, that is when it become toxic in a sense where you are almost as orientating yourself in a future state and you're attaching yourself to what could be, or you're attaching yourself to an outcome that is suitable for your needs or suitable for your pleasure i mean bro i'll put that in a metaphor i find four things i like on FanDuel. you know what i'm saying and mm. i'm like let's throw that in the parlay Yo, i say i say it with bets 15, all the time. 15 bucks bro i think mm. i think like gambling really just like en- encapsulates all of what you just said in an action you know what yeah. i'm saying like oh yeah it's like i have the x amount of funds but i really want this yeah i need to turn this into this so i can do this and then x. you know what i'm saying and like then the way i think about it bro like when you place that bet the bet won or it didn't win. And you hoping that it hits has nothing to do with the bet. Ha- but that's my belief. Like, but like, you know, I'm I'm kind of like, superstitious as a person. So see, that's the thing. Some I'm like, yo, super- fuck, I didn't take the trash out. Exactly. I'm gonna lose this bet. Uh, I, Marvin Bagley yes. just grabbed his A three bound. I damn. threw I threw my Yankees. I had him under seven and a half. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. damn. <laughs> nah, it's like, true. yeah, nah, it's a sickness, bro. For but sure. like did the did that have anything to do with how that man performed that night? Do you really know though? That's the wildest part to all to me, bro. Like, do you really know? Like, all right, this is this is how I think of it, right? Like, I feel like I have great universal standing for whatever reason. Like, not that my karmic power is like massive, but like I feel like God is looking out for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been so much shit down my family line to now that like my my generation has to be the generation that catches the break word you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. so like and and like whether whether that's true or not like i don't go about my life like that because that's like you know some chip on the shoulder type shit but when i do things and i go through stuff i'm like you know what like even if i fail like i know that there's something like wanting me to succeed something's gonna make sure that i succeed bro. and my belief on that is you're gonna succeed just because of that thought but is that my ego Mm, I was literally just about to ask you that question. And I don't know. It, it but, might be. But, but my ego is my guardian angel sometimes, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like we talked about it last podcast. Your ego could be your best friend or it could be toxic. Yeah. 
and it's how you perceive your ego. It's and both. I mean, yeah, like it, n- nobody in in your life is is truly one thing or the other. Everything in moderation, even in terms of ego and spirit and mind, body, everything in in moderation, I think, can be stated as a positive. Well, your ego looks out for you. Your ego doesn't want you to lose. I it feel wants like you, you don't want to lose. Trying to understand moderation before you're like eighteen years old is a lot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, does that does that suggest that you should just go like head ego. on? You should just send. I it. feel like I want to head on. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think that's the route for everybody, but I feel like you know when you reach a certain point where it's just like, okay, like is this? Am I who I really am? Am I who I think I am? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like you know, when I really had to sit down and answer my answer that question, I feel like that's what is what breaks you mm-hmm. and puts you into that like space to really grow and be like, yo, like I can be this person. Like this is who I really want to be. So is it once you become aware? I think the awareness of your ego is the point where it really inflates, bro. Like I really like became conscious and was like, yo, like you know, I could do X, Y, Z. Damn, like I really don't need to like listen to what this person's saying to me or like doing this. You know what I'm saying? But that's some like young person shit. Like I feel like a lot of people go through that. Like. You have to learn through mistakes. If I could take everything my father ever said to me and really apply it before I had to learn the hard lesson of going through it, I would be so much better off. I wouldn't have had to deal with, I mean, like in the sense that I wouldn't have had like, you know, pain, drama, you know what I'm saying? All the things my dad told me were going to come to me, they would have just stayed away. But I didn't listen. I had to go through it. My ego was like, nah, your dad is wrong, bro. Like, we got this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to go do what you want with this person and come back and nothing is going to happen to you. You're going to be fine. Like, we're going to go out for X amount of hours with all these people and your mom's not going to find out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, whatever. You're you. You'll get through it. Everything will be okay. But that's some 16-year-old mindset shit. You know what I'm saying? You really have to, like, come through the bottom of that and be like, damn, bro, like, I have cuffs on my wrist right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not what it was supposed to be, but, like, humbling experience. And that's the beautiful thing about being young is that like you get that uh I mean not everybody gets it but you get that ability to really like go between both worlds of like the serious shit and the the useful shit for sure. I think the majority go through it. It's just a matter of how they go through it. Yeah. And how they you know, perceive it and how how they perceive that experience. Like getting slapped on the wrist or getting yelled at by your mom, right? Like those are two significantly different circumstances. Oh, yeah, yeah. But one... Right, because your mom yells at you and you're like, mom, yeah. tweaking. Right, tweaking. Your mom's... Yeah, exactly. Your mom, but you, you're you just know, you, you, you run in with the law. It's like, damn. Like, I've had serious implications with stuff like that where it's like, dude, if I have like, if I was with mm. one wrong person that started to tweak, you know what I'm yeah. saying, or like caused a little yeah. more bit of a situation, like I'm, I'm not getting out cooked. tonight. You're cooked. But it, I cooked. feel like it's those experiences that make you who you are. Like They've definitely it, it, increased those ex- my awareness, bro. Like it's those experiences that literally have you sitting at that chair right now, talking into that microphone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because without because things could have went a, a totally different way, bro. Like I'm not going to get into all the stuff that I was doing when I was yeah. younger, but like things I could totally be in a different situation. Hundred percent, right and I think it's needed. But again, it's I like everybody goes through something like heartbreak, failure. I don't think anyone lives a perfect life where everything is like successful or. There's no suffering. I think all life has suffering. And from that suffering comes learning. And from the learning comes growth. And it leads us to where we're meant to be or whatever the case is. Yeah, no, be. I would agree with you on that. Honestly. So, like, again, all those experiences that you had led you to here, all the experiences that, that I've had led me to here. Like, you say it all the time. Like, 
like you, it's like I'm older than I really am. Yeah, bro. Oh, I'd be for, I'd be forgetting that he's that you're younger than me. Like often, yeah. I was actually just telling my girl this, bro. Like you, you have the emotional intelligence of like a grown man. Like yeah. when I sit down and talk to you, bro. Like it's not, it's never like you're not trying to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're, you're you're keeping it straight with me, and we're really like trying to uncover something like meaningful. Whatever it is, Words. whatever it is, we could we talk about the stupidest shit ever, anything. bro. Whatever, it doesn't matter. And like. If I why he pulls sumo deadlift, I would never agree with that. But he can convince me Yo, as to why I should pull. He sumo. gets me so tight with that. It's not. It's not the the thing to do. No. He was like, if you were pulling like Atwood weight, like yeah, <laughs> like conventional, like fresh. But I was like, yeah, damn, Yo, he's a species, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my god, you, I don't know if you said it or Venuti said it, but like he's like that one percent. He's crazy. like, bro, he is like .03 percent for real. It's I really wild. have to give him credit. That's like LeBron James level of athleticism in a in a different field. Like mm. his physical, but like his mental. You know too who you know who he's talking about, right? Atwood. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Taylor, you know who. Yeah. Okay, Taylor Atwood. I don't know was, if you're like was mentioned by Max Markey and Alex Cedar. Sidor. Sidor. Yeah, yeah. Sidor. Yeah. Both of those kids are also freaks. Yeah. They were our last guests. I'm and not really cool with Max, but Alex. I'm cool with both of them though. They like. They really in the gym every day, bro. Yeah, like yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. they go crazy, bro. We yeah. could we could see it, like yeah. we right away. And you can see it, yeah. Like yeah. you <laughs> you can see it right away. Like it takes a special kind of brain to be in that space. You mentioned Taylor Atwood. I mean, I haven't met the guy yet, but everything I hear from him, oh, he's, he's, he's fantastic, just bro. on a different he's level. Really, yeah, like I hate saying somebody's down to earth because yeah. it's so cliche, but like he's so down to he's earth. He's just a dude. Like yeah, like, he's just a dude. Yeah. yeah, like you could have a conversation with him at any time. He's the kind of guy that recommends you books to read. You know what I'm saying? Like so you don't you don't run into amazing. those people. You don't not often. You don't. Speaking of books, what are your favorite books? All time, The Alchemist. Oh, oh you told me that. By you Paolo told me Colo. That. That's a good one. I've read that book multiple times. Mm. I've never read. Talk it. about like self discovery and like personal legend. To, like mm. you know what I'm saying? If yeah. there's one thing I want to do in this lifetime, it's to leave a legacy for other generations to really feel. What wow. if this this might be the start of it, man? Who knows? I think it's already started, bro, to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm really like surrounded by such a great and unique and talented group of people, like mm. excluding this, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's my first time here. I have been friends with people that one of my good friends, Nico, just came off tour with YBN Corday, who's not YBN anymore. But you know Corday, the rapper? Yo. Wild, bro. Bro, him and I used to That's talk crazy. about being in, you know what I'm saying? We were in the studio when I was 15, bro, when I first started making music, bro, about having beats from Ninth Wonder, this, that, and the third. He went to Ninth Wonder's camp. Ninth Wonder's like a legendary soulful producer. Went to Ninth Wonder's camp and like works with their artists like regularly now. You know what I'm saying? So talk about like speaking shit into existence, bro. Like something like that, as minuscule as it might be to me, like just lets me know that like I'm in the right scenarios like i'm in the right rooms i'm doing the right things like i'm I'm surrounded by the right people well your frequency is just attract yeah and yeah. when you talk about certain things yeah. and you think about certain things oh dude when i get into like a passionate conversation you can't shut me up good you know what i'm saying but i'm also really like reserved a lot you see me a lot of the gym bro i don't say a word to nobody most mm. days but when him and i start talking like on some chill yeah. shit like i said time flies bro you don't know where it goes time could be flying right now time is flying right time now. is flying right now we've probably been on for like 30 minutes already i'd have no i idea. don't even know 23 minutes. Yeah, don't even tell me. Yo, no. Yeah, 23 minutes, 23 minutes. Doesn't even matter. Is that yeah. is that camera time or is that our time? <laughs> <laughs> camera, camera time's like... <laughs> camera time is like six minutes. You know? <laughs> yeah, that happens. Oh, man. Yeah, that's hilarious. Now, but, but like, all right, so now relating it back to Hope, like with your boy and Corday, like how much did Hope genuinely affect bro that like that is manifestation, bro. That's what, but he, that's like, different. He, like, that's different than Hope. Hope... I don't even know how to word this. You like, just said you speaking just it into existence. So, you just like work so hard for something that it kind of just like transcends hope. 
like hope is just becomes your bitch in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That you're just like, yo, like I don't even need this. Need. But you don't know if something's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like you just work really hard for something and just hope so why that your moment hope? comes. So why hope? Hoping is a form of thinking that you know. It's when a you form don't. of manifestation, I think, in a sense, bro. It could be. In a moment though, in like a snapshot. Like you could it, have a hope, gone. But if you get caught up on the hope, that's when it's toxic. I think. I think. Depends what the hope is though. Like bro. yo, if for, I were to say that also you, like depends on like your morals, like what you think life is about. You know what I'm saying? Like if I hope to be a millionaire, like I don't think that's toxic. Like sure. Do you hope to be a millionaire? Could it, oh, I think everybody wants to have a substantial amount yeah, of wealth. Yeah, but, but want is different than hope. Exactly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, PT school, perfect example. So I, I didn't, I didn't tell you a lot about this, but you have to apply to PT school and interviews and essays and like there's it's like a super crazy intricate so process. Much, yeah. yeah, the process is wild. And I applied. I went on my interviews, and I found myself. And I was like, I hope I get in. I hope I get in. I hope I get in. And I was just killing myself because what was the hope doing for me? It was just making me overthink everything. Like you did, kind of like tell me this, like I a was little tweaking, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and it's tweaking. like, I, I, bro, she knows. Like it's wild to it me that bad. you like don't abuse any substance. Wild to me. Say it again. That you don't abuse any substance. Why? You don't smoke. You don't really drink like that. Like I don't know, bro. Because this life shit is hard, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. I really need that release sometimes. It's not even about like I can't deal with what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I deal with what's going on daily. But, like, when I have the time to myself, it's just like, let me just crack this open and break this up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just really, like, relax. Detach myself from the craziness of my life. See, that's the thing, though. That's when it could, be like, be a little toxic. I don't want to die. Like, I don't want to get too personal. Yeah, yeah, but, no. like, to need that thing to detach, like, there's a deeper, there's something deeper going on for you to need to hit yeah. that to... I, bro, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I have, I have fun, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like to this day, mm. like whatever, whatever I do, do you like control it though. Yeah. Are you in control? I'm always in control, so bro. You're good. That, you know what I'm I saying? think that's like it, I, I feel like you know, there's times where I haven't been in 100 control, but that ultimately leads to me having more control the next, the next go around. How confident are you in saying the word no? Oh, super confident, bro. If I don't want to fucking do something, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, go dude, cursing. if I don't want to fucking do something. We've been cursing for like 30 minutes now. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I said a curse. It's mad funny. But, uh, You've said type <laughs> shit like 27 times. <laughs> but uh, oh, if I don't want to if I don't want to say yes to something, it's no all the way. Why yeah. am I going to force myself to do something that's not suiting me? Unless that's like, you know, for a friend that, that I really want to do something with or whatever. Like we're trying to make the situation mm. better. But if it's really like something that is only involving me... I don't need to give you yes. You know what I'm saying? It needs yeah. to be really beneficial to me, bro, for sure. So you feel confident in saying no, which means you have confidence in saying yes, which means you have confidence in knowing that you have a choice. I feel like people don't even know that they have a choice. And so how do you recognize that you have a choice? And not, and not only that, not only do you recognize you have a choice, but choose for you and and know that your decision, whether it be yes or no to whatever you're doing, is to benefit you and not somebody else that's such a loaded question i mean you don't really know right like you just kind of go into things blindly all the times like you mm. have hopes and expectations as to what an outcome of a certain situation might be but you really don't know what's about to happen when you say yes to mm. something i i've met that firsthand I, you say yes to go out to one place and you end up at brooklyn <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? I've had like, those experiences. You start in before. White Plains, you end up in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, what did you agree to originally? White Plains, right? Like, yeah. and I, I hate to use that as the analogy, but like for real, it's it's that simple. It's like you know, you say yes. I hate you make me like not want to say hope, but like hoping that there might be something more to what's going on. So like you know, mm-hmm. gotta say yes, bro. You gotta say yes in the right situations. I'm a yes man, a hundred percent. That's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Bad, bro. It's toxic. It's bad. So that's toxic. It's toxic. I know it's toxic. It's so toxic. It, as long as you're a yes man in the right situations. I've also seen I you am, be quiet in situations. I am, but like I'm not. But like I am. he just yeses himself all the way. Nah, because like bro, for me it's like that missed opportunity. He's a really supportive guy. He really is. You know what I'm saying? So like I feel like he just does. He wants people to really believe in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's a powerful. Bro, that's a powerful it, thing, bro. Bro, to the wire. It's like me, I'm just. Like I was literally on the car ride. I was just telling Zach, I'm tired. Like I'm just tired. That sometimes. that social interaction, bro, it's so draining. Yeah, it's and, so draining. And like, well, it's dra- draining for two different types of people. Draining for like he's social. An em- he's an empath. Hmm. I see. You know, you know what that. I'm sure I don't claim that. that but nah, he is. He's an empath. Like he literally. You need to take a he said to me the other day. Test. He literally was like, "Dude, I walk into a place and I like look at someone and I just like see their body language and I just like feel and that split second I feel what they feel." And I was like, "Dude, you're an empath." Like, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, but that's why he has like the mm-hmm. emotional intelligence that, yeah. that he has. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're able to feel, which enables you to reflect, which enables you to judge. You go beyond yourself. And depending that's powerful, on bro. and depending on your judgments, whether it be for yourself or whether it be for others. You either increase your frequency or vibration or aura or conscious whatever being, or you decrease it. And in this moment, you've just admitted to the fact that it's on a lower level than what it has been in the past. So you gotta, I mean, what not do you the, mean lower level? In a sense that you feel tired, like you feel like all, the, all like that empath, qual, those qualities of being an empath are starting to become overwhelming. They're not oh, feeling, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, feeling yeah. you anymore. But it should be feeling you, bro, because like this, this is who you are. See this yeah. is, and, it, and it makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the crazy thing. But you're just crazy. not used to it, bro. So in the moment, in the moment, I tell everybody, like I've told her all the time, like in the moment, I thrive. Yeah. So when I'm in a situation that like I have to perform, because I guess life's a performance, yeah, yeah. whatever. But when I have to perform, I perform. Like my work ethic, whatever. Like I, I do my thing. But then behind closed doors, I'm. I literally don't want to talk to anybody. You detach from real life. Literally, I detached without I, a substance. Without, that's, that's see wild, that—that's that's why I'm proud of. I'm proud of that. <laughs> you should be, bro. That's I mean, like so it, it's a lot. It. And then the yes thing—it's like I don't want to like miss an opportunity. So for me to say no to somebody, and I guess there's hope related to that. Like, what if I'm like me saying yes to you is like maybe hoping that. You're I've, smart enough to gauge your gauge your yes answers, though. You know what I'm saying? To so like to know if an opportunity is the right opportunity. I'm getting for better. You. I'm getting a yeah, lot better. Yeah, for sure. So we had a conversation. I, yo, I was having like not lucid dreams, but crazy dreams, like nightmares. And like one of them, I forgot what it even was. That's that sober shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I sip this dude's thing. <laughs> but one of them like bugs me out, and I told like everybody that was close to me about it. And and it was like related to me saying yes and like overworking myself and like it's okay to like say no sometimes. And since then, like I've gotten a lot better. But it's it's definitely like there, but getting yeah. better, getting better. There's power in saying yes, and it, there's also power in recognizing that you might hope. Like there there could be wow that bottles, was, bottles gone. That was great. <laughs> that <laughs> Damn, paid, I, bro. I wish I had another one. I love Douce. Yeah, it's fire. I've never had Douce. Oh. 
It's awesome, yes, right? Yeah, it's good. Cognac is the way to go. I've been programmed since I was like 14. I yeah, just I'm a love big dark liquor, bro. I, just, dark liquor I can't. Guy. We'll never drink anything else. Okay. The power of saying yes, though. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Wow. I was so. Dude, I'm say, so I know. It's captivating. I'm so present. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just jumping from one thing to the next. Thoughts? <laughs> thought? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, oh, but no, there's, there's power in saying yes, right? But I feel like when, you rec- when you're recognizing that saying yes too much or saying saying yes to things that don't serve you um i think that's when you start to realize that you're doing things for other people instead of doing things for you and when you start doing things for you life is a selfish game and and self and being selfish has a negative connotation has a negative stigma behind it but i think we all need to be selfish i agree with you 100 if, if we're not selfish we're not able to serve others i told mm-hmm. and i was specifically asked over the summer uh what's something you value the most and this is coming from an 18-year-old who's transitioning into college, and he asked me this, what do you value the most? And I thought about it, but I really thought hard for like a good 20 seconds. And 20 seconds of thought is a lot of thought. I mean, like in the moment, yeah. you're, that's a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, for 20 seconds, I thought about it. I said, give me a second. And I delivered with, what do I care about the most? I care about feeding myself. And he was like, isn't that selfish? I said, absolutely. And I said, guess what? By doing so, I'm allowed to stand here in front of you right now and give you my best, give you the best Zach, the the highest performance Zach that I can. Because if I don't meditate for two to four times a day, 20 minutes each, if I don't eat well that day, if I don't exercise, right? I know I don't go pull and sumo deadlifts in the, in the gym, but if I don't, if I don't hug a tree at he's least not, he's once, not, he's not missing that. He goes right? on walks. Dude. If I don't like go on a walk he's like a nature or, man or go on a hike, yeah. I make fun of it. I get that vibe, awesome. bro. Like he definitely yeah. has like a walking stick, right? Dude, you have, a wa- I have you two of them. You have two walking sticks. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, you know, nah, I you could just I can tell. each other's minds. Right I can tell. I can literally um, tell. I have many walking sticks. Yes, I actually. I, I, I've told <laughs> Jessica. Funny, right? I've, I've told many. I've told Jessica many times. I want to start a walking stick business. That's that's how. Uh, dude, walking I've sticks got. are awesome. My dad has right. one. Um, but back to what I was saying. Um, if we can't fuel ourselves. <laughs> then we're never going to be able to serve others, period. I agree with you to an extent, bro. I feel like some people are here, and this is going to sound morbid, but as sacrifices to serve others. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like their And their purpose, their purpose is strictly to just be in service of other people, and that's not a terrible thing. Sometimes they get yeah. true joy from doing that. You know what I'm saying? That's but what brings them their energy. I feel like you know, people like you and I, like we're, we want it all, bro. I want it all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I want to be recognized as the greatest in what I do because I'm doing yeah. it because I love it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You don't do something you love half-ass. You don't so love what your, do you, you want to be recognized as being the greatest oh, for? Bro, everything. I want to be the renaissance man, bro. That's been like the oh. the single singular goal of my life, bro. Yo, I, I, I look at some, I, I look at some that. I look at somebody that like like incredible. Leonardo da Vinci and I'm the like, yo, bro, you do that's, that's everything. You. Build a plane. You you write speeches. You write books. You have plans for all this crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just not even naming the a tenth of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I I take a lot of pride in like learning a bunch of different skills and like you know Mm. like to to get specifically with like music. Like when I step into a studio, bro, like I'm liable to do anything. I could engineer for you. I could produce for you. I could songwrite for you. I could do the vocal. You know what I'm Mm. saying? Like I could do all that, bro. Like. That draws connections to Kanye. Deadass. 
he's one of my favorite artists, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and he and he's a little bit of everything. So crazy, a little bit of everything. But you, but you know, he started off as a producer, really, that wanted to rap. Did you watch the doc? I did watch the doc recently. Yeah, fire. Yeah, it was really far. Yeah, it's it's really it's far. I put it off for a minute. I was waiting for all the episodes to come out. Definitely worth the tune in for sure. It was really inspirational content. I have to finish the last episode. The first two episodes were phenomenal. He's just really the goat. Like that's really what it shows you. You know what I'm saying? On days where I'm listening to Drake. And I'm like, damn, like this guy is just phenomenal. And then I'm just like, let me just play graduation for two seconds. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> hold on. Flashing yeah. lights is like the best song ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know wow. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like, no, Kanye is really tuned in, bro. See, but you get it on fierce a fierce competitor. He's a Kanye yeah. is the fiercest competitor. Let's talk about, bro. Compa- let's talk about competition. Competition, bro. Fiercest competitor. I hate losing, bro. No matter what it is, since I was a baby, bro. I've been playing sports my whole life. Are are you quick to get over a loss? And what does that look like? What does getting over a loss look uh, like? Bro, I'm you? not gonna lie. I get I get to have a good cry, and I'm just like we'll be back at it tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Does the loss build momentum to the next win? Hell yeah, bro! Every pushes every workout to be harder, bro. I remember losing. You know, even if it was football games when I was before I even hit ten, bro. I used to play flag football like crazy, right? Like. We lose a flag football game. Not that we lost many, but you lose a flag football yeah. game. It's like, damn, you really start to realize, and that's the wonderful thing about sports, you realize what you do wrong in certain situations. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of like hyper accelerates that to an extent. So it's just like, how can I adjust and be better for the next go around? So like when I'm playing against these people, or what do I do in my practice scenarios that can just like elevate me to the next level? So secretly, you love losing. I guess, bro. It's like, I, like I'm addicted to it. As much as I'm addicted to winning, because yeah. like I love learning and growing That's and like say having that drive, bro. Yeah. It's sick. It's twisted. You so know this, what I'm saying? This is the moment where I reference the fact that you said I hate losing, and then I just got you in less than two minutes to say I love losing, and that's where I say you just got boned <laughs> like that. That's no, what I, getting I mean, like, like. It, it's a love hate relationship, right? Yeah. Like you can't love something without the other side yeah. being present. Of like, course. There's always a there's such things as a good loss. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You play you you go against somebody that's better than you. You go you go against a team that's better than you. You handle a situation that maybe you're not ready for, but you might not come out on top, but you have like that experience, bro. That it really goes deep into like knowing what to do next go around, bro. Like mm. it's really all about the next opportunity. Like if you don't get this one, you got to get the next rep. That's the number one thing about football, basketball, it's the same thing. If you miss one shot, when it's your turn again, make sure you hit that shit. Yeah. So I feel like there's a time frame after a loss from like the loss happened. And then you have like this like I don't know if it's like a car ride home or like the car ride until the shower. Car ride home sucks. Or whatever the case may be, it's like a t- um, point in time where the thoughts are just I feel like car ride home is like when you're getting over it, bro. We I used to be in the locker room with people, like we're looking at the faces of your teammates Mm. after a loss when you know you just like balled out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It like really went crazy. Like that's really painful, bro. Because it it extends upon you, like beyond you. You know what I'm saying? It's like damn, bro. Like I don't only feel this. In that case, yes. I love you, Dad, but I'm specifically referring to our car rides. It was not. It was not pleasant. Uh, my dad, my dad is my biggest critic sometimes when it comes to sports, especially, but he'd always let me know like, dude, don't go crazy. Like you're going to get it next time. You know what I'm saying? And that's like a, such a, that's that motivation. That's a growth mindset, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like linking it back to that time frame. What, like, what are your thoughts? Like what happens? That you could see loss as something so positive in your life. Oh, it's going both ways, bro. I mean, I've had losses where it's like, damn, I balled out. There was nothing more I could do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I executed every opportunity that was given to me. But there's been times where I've dropped interceptions, easy interceptions. You know what I'm saying? Like, high school football, like, easy stuff. 
miss layups, whatever. Like it happens. You know what I'm saying? But like now I got now it's like damn, I can't I can't do this twice in a row. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I, I really gotta like be on, on point. And it reminds you that maybe sometimes you're not always on point. But you could. You could do it twice in a row. You could do it twice in a row. You have the, but that's embarrassing, right? You know, it, nobody wants to be embarrassed. But then it's like, but then in your head. That's real, it. like, growth, ego mm. breaking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, let's develop a character. Embarrassment yeah. is a whole thing. I could love Dude, it's, it's happened. It's happened to me, bro. You, bro, there's been times where you have 100 people pull up to a game. I played basketball for Iowa Prep. We played Stepanak, I think, two or three times during the year. Mm. There, I've sat on the bench the I sat on the bench the entire time, like one or two games. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. it happens, bro. Like and that's embarrassing. You know Mixed what I'm saying? Yeah. But like I just wasn't Sweet ready. Bro. I wasn't ready for that moment. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. I really look back on it, and I'm like, damn, if I were to be in that game, I would have been more of a detriment yeah. to my team. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's tough. You went to like, Iona? Yeah, yeah, I went to Iona for a couple of years. I had no idea. My freshman and oh, sophomore wow. year. Yeah. Do you know Pete Kalicia? Nah. Wait, is that your friend? Yeah, Pete. Okay. Yeah, Pete. I think he looks familiar, but I don't know if I. He like, goes to IV. I don't know if I know him. I think no. I've definitely seen. I'm dude. I go at like such sporadic times. Yeah. Uh, you're more of a late night. Generally though. Generally, late I'm night. late night. But like, late if night. I like, dude, I call out of work all the time. Like, if I, if I don't <laughs> feel like going to work, if I like tomorrow, I might wake up and be like, damn, I had a good night. I got enough to get through me, like get through the day. Like, I feel a little like chill right yeah. now. Like, I'm comfy. Like, I'm comfy. Ah, I'm boss. I'm, I'm not gonna be in today. You know what I'm saying? Are like, you able? What? Like, what What do you do? Uh, I'm a painter right now. Currently, I, that's oh. what I do. But it's, it's pretty chill, bro. Like, yeah, like. Super talented. He yeah. painted the bathrooms that I <laughs> Yeah, nothing crazy. Super talented. Oh, word. I like, but like, dude, Those that. Nice bathrooms. Sk- skills, like, skills like that, bro, like, are, will always be able to give me a job. Like, I, oh, ha- I have, uh, like, a background in, like, st- like stonework, stonemasonry and stuff like that. So, that's like, amazing. Dude, yeah. I like, want to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I'm, I want to be able to build you a house. But also write you a book. Like, and, but yeah, and like make you a song. Like, exactly. And you could do you honestly could do all those things. I could as do of, all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Incredible. Like, I could do. I can't build a full house, but I I could help you out with you the could house. Like set the foundation. Type. I could maybe set the foundation. You know what I'm saying? You could crack, and I could definitely like help you put it together. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, like I uh, use a drill here and there. I, yeah, but like, no, dude, yeah. like just shit like that. Like a lot of people don't know how to do that kind of stuff, bro. Yeah. And it's a dying like thing. And like we need that to live. Oh yeah, you need those people. Building bro. shelter, you need always work for yeah, dude. That's a necessity to life. Yeah, and the people that can afford it want it to look nice. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's where I'm coming. Real estate, <laughs> real estate is great. Buying the selling of homes, but the making of homes. Oh, dude, yeah, there's good, good work is hard to find these days. Bro. It's real, bro. Especially after for COVID, sure. nobody wants to work anymore. Nobody wants. Yeah, to I'm not. What is it about COVID? Oh man, because they got comfortable. It's the motivation. Okay, but, it's but is it COVID? Killer, bro. Hedonism. Hedonism. Listen, Hedonism. Listen, no, listen. it was our deepest. It was our deepest inner selves coming out because we had nothing else to do. Hedonism. Gabby, let me pose something. Oh, oh I didn't even yeah. get that. I had to go. I had to work. I worked through most of COVID. Yeah, me too. Yeah, dude. I didn't get unemployment. But I didn't me, get stimulus let me package. Pose, let me pose something because this is something that I actually just had a conversation with people today about was COVID and the implications it had on society. Let me. Let, I want to touch on a very specific point though. Things don't happen. It's it's not the thing's fault. It, like things happen to us, and there lies a space, and in that space we respond right. But the key part of that is we have the choice to respond. Right? This goes back to what we said earlier. Now, people blame COVID for a lot. Yes, COVID did expose a lot of insecurities and vulnerabilities within society. However, our relationship with the virus, our relationship with others, that's something that we forget that we're in control of. So uh, when people say, oh, yeah, it's like COVID did this, 
my gut reaction is to be like, our response to COVID was this, not COVID. COVID exposed certain things, but it was our choice. It was me. It was you. It was everybody's choice, right? Whatever people did to respond in the way that they did, therefore leading to this moment. It's not. It's the relationship with the thing, not the thing. You could relate that with so much though. Nicot- everything. Nicotine, alcohol. Everything. Uh, weed. COVID's definitely like, a reason that people overused to like just be selfish. Yeah, make an excuse. Yeah. It's you all excuses. I know. I mean, I'll be the first person to tell you, bro. I've been like, you know, and it has happened sometimes and it hasn't happened, but I've used COVID to my advantage where it's like, damn, I don't feel like doing something like, damn, bro, sorry, I can't make it. I got the bid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, you know, but like, it, that's such a viable excuse nowadays. Yeah. Like, that's the most that's lethal part about COVID, shit. bro. It's just yeah. like, you really could just excuses, excuse yourself on something entirely. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. you call out of work, ah, I don't feel too well. Ah, I'll go get a test. Wait three days before, you know what I'm saying? Before you come back. Like, just yeah, shit like that, bro. Yeah. Like, you just keep giving yourself more time to be lazy. That's the crazy thing about COVID. I feel like, you know, as a society, not that we were, like, making the right steps, but I feel like a lot of people in certain situations close to me were starting to get momentum. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, COVID happens, and it's like, dude, like, fuck. Like, now we, like, can't go to this place and do this. Like, I was supposed yeah. to link up with this person in this area to work on this project, and now I can't. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's like it's just like weird. Like you don't want to like impose upon anybody's like yeah. situation. Like you don't want to like make them uncomfortable. So you just end up like playing it cool at the crib. Like you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, I fell victim to that too, bro. Like there was a lot of things that I had to say no to. A lot of things that I wanted to do that I had to postpone that I still haven't done because of COVID. But like, you know, like I said, we living in the weirdest time. I said that in precast. We living in the weirdest time we have ever lived in bro yeah. and has every it's all it's technology's fault you know what i'm saying but like Our relationship with technology this is the weirdest time we've ever lived in bro and i'm it, it like makes me scared about the next generation i feel like we're you should be scared we're old enough and educated enough to like adapt and deal with it and grow from it whatever but the ipad gen like oh that this is all they know like for oh, that bro. for certain yes. kids they can't sit down and have a conversation they gotta have the phone like this yes they, they can't eat a meal don't they get me wrong eat a meal without youtube i love watching youtube when i'm eating but like there's a but there's like a, if i had somebody in front of me there's a healthy relationship bro there. if i had somebody in front of me talking to that person yeah because yeah. it's better than what's on my youtube mm-hmm. if it's somebody you genuinely care about you yeah. know what i'm saying like 100 percent. and there's definitely there's got to be studies around of how Certain age groups, like if it's sixth, seventh, or eighth, they're oh, dude, I'll, I'll high, tell you firsthand. School. When I was in college, I was majoring in sociology. I wrote a paper on uh, the rising anxiety in youth because of technology, mm. and the dude, like times ten, cyberbullying is like the biggest. thing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when oh, I was growing yeah. up, like we had Ask FM. Do you remember Ask FM? Yeah, I remember that. So I like Ask that. FM, dude. We had people like Yo, you know cutting Ask for FM. cutting for Bieber. Do you remember that? Like cutting for, like there was people doing all this kind of crazy oh. shit for attention, dude. Attention is the most finite resource. You know what I'm saying? Like so having like social media really like make that so present in everybody's life. Like you just need attention, attention, attention because we can get it at such an instant rate. You know what well, I'm saying? Attention like, is value, and value is money. So, to go back to that success point, right? What does success mean to certain people? The amount of attention they can gather. You know what I'm saying? The shortest amount of time. That's so toxic. 
That's why. But in but in regards to our society, is it or is it is it adapting to what's going on? That's what I'm saying. And and like I was gonna say it, but the conversation. You're just like a like like you have you have morals. Word. I don't want to say you have better morals than other people, but you have like firm morals. So like you're gonna think that you're the type of person to be like, you know what? I don't need all this attention. Like I'm happy with what I have. You know what I'm saying? Like we can make more out of less. But some people need that, bro. You know what I'm saying? That validation. And it depends on the field you're in. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're an entertainer, like, you're not an entertainer, bro. So I feel like it might be hard for you to understand sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do things that are, like, in the service industry, right, with people. So, like, you have one-on-one relationships with people. Like, for somebody like me that does music, like, I am not so much trying to get that one-on-one relationship. I'm trying to cater to, like, more people. General population. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to try to go across and hit the most people you can. In the least amount of time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to put that in like a song. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Depending on what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I want to have those songs where I touch on whatever personal stuff. But like you also want everybody, every artist wants that worldwide success, that that broad. I've I've been played on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like that's part of signing up to do something like music. Yeah. Right? Like something like lifting. Like you want to be on that stage. You don't power lift to just be the hometown hero in your local gym. Word. You yeah, want to step true. on the stage, bro, and you want to pull some fucking weight in front of Alex pe- in front claimed of, his in fame. front of judges that are going that yeah. are going people in front of people that are going to judge you with validity, and you're going to be cemented into a moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, powerful. That was really well said. Yeah. Thanks. That was fire. I'm gone Shit. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flowing though. Yeah, uh, lo- oh, yo, man. What's flowing. the next topic on your We're thing, bro? We're all flowing. Let's keep going. Um, nah, before before we switch, before we switch, I wanted to say like, with how society is going and with where technology is taking us, like in the classroom, certain majors for mine, ex- like public health, like I learn how toxic social media could be. Yeah, in philosophy, we learn how toxic our phones can be. Yeah, but dude, it gives you radiation if you sleep close enough to it. Yeah, I'm like this. I'm not gonna lie, I fall asleep to YouTube every night. I'm like this with the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I might have brain cancer when I'm 45 years old. I have no idea as of right now. But like, are we at a point in time where rather than saying it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, do we take a step forward and teach people how to use it properly? Like you said it. You said it in the obesity thing. What happened when, when we gave man fire? That, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we, you, you, you give somebody something and expect them to do the right thing with it and they end up burning somebody else's shit down. You know what I'm saying? So because you, of what though? Because of ego. You could you could do so much from this. I could I could sever every relationship I have. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's crazy. Like it's not you not used to be like that hundred years ago. You could also text someone and say I can make somebody's day at the same time. Exactly. I so love like, you. do you learn how to use it, or do you keep telling people like it's bad, it's bad, it's bad? You learn how to use it. I think it's not the traditional route. You know what I'm saying? But we don't, like I said before, like we don't live in traditional times. I think that in certain situations, it meets what people need. It is, it's more than, you can do, dude, this is a supercomputer. This is a business. This is your brain. This is your brain in your hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's wild because we don't even understand our brain. You don't even understand what your phone could really do. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. I think that we tell people that it's toxic just because we don't really understand the long term effects. But we've seen so many people, get successful from doing 
things off their phone. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like it goes both ways. I don't think those people have mastered how to use the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like or how to use the technology. I think that they like just had a right time, right place kind of thing. You know what I mean? I follow a lot of like spiritual pages on Instagram and one of the like reoccurring themes is like humans have been put on this earth or like you're born into this life to learn how to manipulate energy. Oh. I would agree with that. And when you learn how to manipulate energy for the best, whether that be the best for yourself in order to regurgitate See, that to others. That's toxic. That's so toxic. But listen, I, I just said learn from manipulate it for you to leverage it for good for others or leverage it for others, like you said, you know, yeah, just yeah. serving. Or, I mean, what else is there? But manipulating energy and manipulating dude and that's why i think humans are the masters of this planet we are master manipulators we've manipulated master every manipulators. every other species to believe that we're the dominant one and that we could just take you out if we don't feel like you serve our purpose anymore a nuke a nuke could take out all of dude what we right could blow now. up i mean like we don't have the right people in office to press that button but right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we have the technology to be like you know what we don't like this place Let's just get rid of it. Be gone. Like, yeah, Be like, God. that's wild. God. Dude, but think about what ancient Mayan and ancient Egyptian civilizations. Oh, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like they weren't even, like, worried about that. I'm not going to, like, they had they such. They had bombs. But, but they have long standing structures. Like, their, their Dude, civilization the pyramid, is the just, like, talk about advanced. Talk about advanced. Dude. Oh, my God. Have you ever played the game Civilization? No. Okay. So, like, you pretty much just, like, pick a world leader that was super famous the other day, and you just, like, kind of course out their civilization. Oh, cool. It's, it's, it's really straightforward. But, like, I relate to video games a lot. So when I, like, really play through something, I really, like, see the full extent. You know what I'm saying? It makes me, mm -hmm. like, more sympathetic towards whatever, more understanding of the thing. So when you see somebody like King Tut, you know what I'm saying? Like, or the, the beginning of the Egyptians, like, when they were building, dude, they had to get, like, massive blocks up like crazy steep hills Dude, to build a pyramid like the math and science involved i, I couldn't i couldn't write that down on a paper right now no shot the four of us in this room could not figure that out we'd like you know we would understand that like we'd have to get it up a, up a certain i know she's a valedictorian she right probably, now she probably figured it out <laughs> but like i know we could understand like we'd have to get it up a certain you know what i'm saying angle or whatever and with this amount of people to get this amount of weight, you know what I'm there's saying? So on upward, there's so many things so in play. And to understand that like 3,000 years ago. How? Dude, we're in a prison. We're in a simulation. That too. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Who Bro, but that's power. I, I, I think I'm in a, sim power, a simulation and then I get humbled and remember this is reality. Exactly. What so it's it? like the, the power of saying I also I think it's selfish to think it's a simulation because like, that's kind of just making you like the main character, right? And like, I think I have main character syndrome out the ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm the main character in my story. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys are real, but we all here. You know it's what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's true. So, but like that, but that's like so. That's real. That's that's detached, bro. Bro, I'm curious to know, like, like put Elon Musk. He's out. detached, bro. No, 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 no. I'm saying put Elon Musk out in the middle of Egypt. With no technology, nothing. Like, how long is it going to take him to figure out how to build a pyramid? Oh, I mean, his IQ is, dude. All of ours. Give put him. I, I, can't, but, I can't even put her in the conversation. But give him all the three of us put together. Give him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still curious to know how long. Yeah. It'll, but give like, him people. Just, give him people. Give him people. He's also. Like, yeah, I think he's like a good leader. Just a blueprint. Like uh -huh. a good director. Just a blueprint of how to build a pyramid. But like, you give somebody a pencil, bro. They could draw you the Rome. 
You know what I'm saying? You mm. give the right person a, a pencil, they can draw you wrong. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody's built for those moments. And I think that that's sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everybody uh, should be given that same opportunity. Yeah. But some people are just meant to be, like, life-changing. We're meant to be talking about them. And are some meant to be followers? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. But every follower is unique. That's, like, nature and nurture, dude. Like, what, what makes, like, the top 10% and one, what makes the follower? Bio, Com- psycho. Competition. Oh, competition. That's true. True. I was going to say bio, psycho, social. It's a combination of your genetics. It's a combination of how you behave with those, your relationship yeah. with those genetics. And it's a combination of your environment. But, like, manipulating take, the take energy psych. between all three of those take is how now. we become competitive. Yeah, for sure. And how we leverage energy. And how we get places. Right? You could take a loss and be like, fuck, I'm just going to go home and sulk. Or, or, or dude, why we used to lose? And then I would hit my man's, you know Chris Very. We got to get in the gym, bro. Today. <laughs> nah, literally. Let's go put shots up after but, the game. But like what? And I, I but it's, but asked, it's that simple. You know what I'm mm. saying? And being like, let's just not waste any more time. It's simple for you, bro. And I, I have I, a winner. I have a winning have, mindset. I'm a fierce competitor, bro. And that's all. I'm that, surrounded by fierce competitors. Every person I know is a fierce podcast. competitor. That's all we've had on this podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, and for me to just keep seeing it and seeing it and seeing it, I literally question like what has to go wrong for someone not to have the type of mindset. That I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. There's probably been people sitting in this exact spot that have lied to you that believe that they're fierce competitors, but they don't, know the extent of competition they don't know what it really feels like to to be at that that rock bottom you know what i'm saying it's not about sports winning and losing bro like life is competitive bro mm-hmm. we're all in competition with each other you know what i'm saying we all want to be successful we all want to do our we're own surviving. thing we're all surviving bro yeah we have to survive better than the next person i can't help the next person it's unless i'm surviving better than sur- surviving enough myself like you said i really agree with that bro like if you're not selfish you can't help anybody you have Absolutely. to have that stint of just being like, screw everybody else. I'm going to put myself in the ultimate position so I could do something beyond myself. Yeah. Being selfish, right? That's where you love. It has such, love. A, such a negative connotation, bro. Such a negative. And I hate that word because when it comes off my lips, it's just like, damn, I selfish. feel like a uh, dick. Selfish. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say that. Uh, you can't tell nobody yourself. You can't, you can't be like, oh, I'm selfish. You know, yeah. sorry, I'm because of this, this, this. You already got three people looking at you sideways. Exactly. Puts you in that box, but like you said, bro. Yeah, I I agree. Once you break that box, and you're like, I'm selfish for it's it's subjective to say for the right reasons. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm I'm selfish for the right reasons. Selfishly, self. I'm selflessly selfish. Like, yes. yeah. But oh that's like, but that's a paradox. That right. is a paradox. It is a paradox. It is. The universe is a paradox. The universe is a paradox. Universe, I've been obsessed with I think idea. we're all meant to just try to figure it out. And I feel like there is no direct answer. Like, I feel like a lot of people look for concrete things. Yep. Nothing about this life is concrete. That's like trying to figure out infinity. Everything about this life in, in its simplest form is matter. It takes different shapes in different situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. the energy, the question and answer to life aren't any different. Nope. You know what I'm saying? What's the like, opposite of death? Uh, birth. <sighs> That's that's why I know I love you. <laughs> people, <laughs> people, birth, say life, bro. people say life, but it's not. The opposite of death is birth. Life is forever. Life is forever. Time is circular. Time this is, is this circular. podcast has already happened. That yes, it's but like I like I said like I hate saying this kind of thing on camera or on audio because for people that haven't had similar experiences like you and I like mm. it's really hard to grasp for me to be like time is circular. Yeah, but when I say that it's really just like. 
So explain it for Everything me. Yeah, that's happened, that. I'm going to try to explain it as best as I can, yeah. bro, because I put myself in a mental loop trying to think about it. But everything that has happened has already happened and like in the sense that like we're just present now. Like you always talk about past, present, future, right? Like you can't help your future unless you're in the present. But your present's built on the past experiences. So you're really trying to make your future your a better present by using your worst past. And I know that's that's like I just said like so many different things that are like so that wild made, and out so, there. That made so much sense. That was fire, but like that, yeah, that made but that but made like so you're you're sense. really trying to like like uh, experience, bro. You try to use all of your experience to just like make a better outcome for yourself. But like you don't but your outcome is already set. You know what I'm saying? Not that I believe in, in predestination but or anything is, like that. I get it. I but get I feel that. like, you know, like that. you're a good person or a bad person before you're born. You know what I'm saying? Like it has nothing to do with who your parents are. or I think it has more to do with where you grow up. I'm not going to lie on that whole nature versus nurture thing. Mm. I think it's more of a nurtured thing. I mean, uh, no, what's the... Nurture. Yeah, nurture, right? When your environment is environment, the... Environment, yeah. I think it's more of a nurtured thing for sure. For sure. I'm sorry. We just talked about so many different things. I'm kind of lost right now. <laughs> nah, nah, this is this is fine. Don't worry about that. This was dope, though. Like everything I expected it to be. People are <laughs> living. To be honest, I just thought about something. I mean, I've probably have heard it from somewhere, but people are living for their future to enjoy the past. People live for Saturday just to enjoy yesterday. To be like this week wasn't that bad. I'll go do it next week. Yeah, to get back to Saturday. To just to enjoy the like, fact. what's the difference? Like waking up on a Monday and then waking up on a Saturday. Oh, dude, There's no difference. We're so programmed to be like one Monday is the beginning of the work week. It's not, bro. Especially for me, it's not. It's the beginning of the work week. It's not. But like, it's but a day. It's different when you live when your work is your life's purpose. So you live. So you work in service of others, and I gen- like you genuinely want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. not work. So it's not work. It's just I'm living. That's my life. Yeah. That's like it. for me, bro. Like I wake up when I want. I go to work when I feel ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> nah, I'm privileged true. to say it's that. True. But, like, you know what I'm saying? I also worked, I've worked two jobs at a time, three jobs at a time. I've done this 65 hour work weeks. Like, I'm at the at a space now where I know what I can do, where I'm not going to like put myself in situations where I'm gonna be like, damn, I hate this part of my life right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I want to do, like, dude, my life is really important to me and my happiness is even more important. My mental health, my stability, bro. Like, I'm not going to do something that's going to be like, oh, I got to go do this four more days. You know what I'm saying? I got to wake up at this time and I got to, you know what I'm saying? Like you're on so the clock. I don't want to be on the clock all the time. What's your perspective of money then? What's your... Money's everything, bro. I'm also programmed. No, no, I know, but I'm programmed to think it's my mom's fault. I'm programmed to think that cash is king, bro. Like money is so important because it gives you so much access. So how are you like, but at the, for you to say I money grind, is king, bro. You got to get better. You just got to get better. But at listen, money buys, more money. money buys freedom and freedom is choice and choice is happiness. For everybody that says money can't buy happiness, they're lying to you. They're lying. Straight they're up. lying to you, bro. So, you could do so many things. Money, and it, it, it's it, it's more of an, a, a testament to the society that we live in because money is more of an alleviating factor than anything, right? Like I don't, need money and my brother said that to me i have one of my favorite brother i'll say that on podcast is as uh wow. he's really wise you know what i'm saying my brother bobby and he uh really put things into perspective to me like dude i started off working he works for wells fargo i started off making sixty thousand dollars i make you know over six figures now my happiness hasn't changed it's not about the dollar amount you know what i'm saying i'm not living above my means i'm not living you know what I'm, saying? I'm not doing no crazy stuff like i'm happy with what i do you know what i'm saying like the dollar amount doesn't change anything, but you got to make enough to where you're happy, bro. Peterson, right? Peterson. What's Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson said, 
state to state. But on average, if you make, I think it's $50,000 a year, anything past that will not make you any more happy. Yeah. Because the 50, oh, dude, I don't make 50000 I could work my... If I worked my ass off, you know what I'm saying? I could make more than $50,000 a year. Like really, really like seven days a week, you know what I'm saying? Like stone masonry or whatever, whatever avenue I got to take to get it. But I would hate my life. So is money king then? For you to say that, money ain't king. But what is king? My happiness is king. Money, hey, but like, but money earlier. definitely buys me. Exactly. I mean, like, there's, but I have, see, but I'm kind of bipolar in that sense, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I have days where I'm like, screw everybody else. I just need to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't need to do any, I just need to work for like 12 hours. I need the bag today. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but I don't wake up like that every day, bro. And I, I, I'm more, I'm not a morning person. So I wake up and I'm like, damn, like, I got to go to work. I got to do, you know what I'm saying? I got to like, like get in the shower. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, you got to go through the whole process of like getting to the place that you got to get to. I hate that some days. But some days where I feel refreshed, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, I can't wait to go to work. I can't wait to make this money. You know it's what like, I'm saying? It's a circle. I'm bipolar with it though. I have a love-hate relationship with money because money has served my needs so many times, but it's also been the reason why I've been so sad and so mm. so disconnected at certain at other times. You know mm. what I'm saying, dude? There's no worse feeling Love than be like, that. bro, I can't go out with you because I really don't got the bread to do that tonight. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it happened, bro. And that happens. That's happened to me multiple times, bro. I'm not ashamed of that. Like, you just got real life shit that comes up. Like, I, we were talking about before, I got many different vices I engage in. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm. it's a lot. It's an expensive lifestyle, bro. Like, just doing the things that make me happy, it's an expensive lifestyle. Mm. And for most people, it's like that. A lot of people that live that minimalist shit, like, it's hard. They're also a lot older, usually. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, like, they are more accomplished people. Like, kids our age are not living minimalist lifestyles, generally speaking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They everybody's trying to get to the bag. Everyone's trying to want. Everybody's yeah. trying Everyone, to everyone want more than the next person so we can just get more. Yeah. One of our friends like kind of made a like a math equation of wants over haves, right? What was it? It's yeah, satisfaction. So so satisfaction equals haves over desires word haves over desires and so satisfaction equals haves over desires Damn. if you have something and deny and, and desire nothing that's one divided by zero that's undefined right but satisfaction let's say you have something and you des also desire that something you can right? never be satisfied one and one. one and one is one you're satisfied satisfaction equals one you are satisfied now if you're satisfied right or i'm sorry uh satisfaction equals haves over desires so if you have nothing, that's zero, and you desire something, and that's one, your satisfaction, zero, divided by one, is zero. You're not satisfied. So the point of this is that we all have something, and that's life. We all have one. So we all have one at the top of our equation. Okay. Right? Satisfaction equals one over what? And, and if you're a monk... Right or if you desire nothing, that's zero. Satisfaction equals one over zero. That's undefined. One anything divided by zero is undefined. So in this case, if you desire nothing and you are just totally grateful for everything that you have, you've reached. You're in the afterlife. An undefined afterlife. That's nir That's nirvana. That's nirvana. I also don't think it's possible to live and not have. 
more desires and beyond what you have. It's yeah. a, it's a primal yeah. instinct. Yeah, it's a pro- it def- it's built. It's the us. reason why we've been at war. Why man has been at war since inception of Absolutely. time. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Like we always just want more. We're always. greedy people. We're greedy as We're fuck. the top of the animal kingdom. So do you We're think desire? <laughs> we no, but and do you think dude, I don't. Who, who is smarter than our, than our species, bro? Please tell me. Who what, like if think about it? If we had to go to war with anything else on this planet. Who's really taking down humans? Please tell me. I'm, I'm really, I'm really genuinely curious here. Uh, nothing. So, so we're the masters of this planet. We can manipulate energy we, the best way, the most efficient way that serves our needs. We're the most selfish species out of yes. the animal kingdom. Agreed. That's why we try to preserve all the other animal kingdoms. Because yeah. it's like, dude, <laughs> we're we're so alive. We could help you. You know what uh, I'm saying? I see what you're saying. You just got boned. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, damn. No, right. <laughs> is do you think desires are the root of suffering? Is that like a thing? Like attaching is, yourself, attaching yourself to a desire is the root of suffering. You can want, want all the fucking. I can want anything, right? But if I don't attach myself to that want, and if I don't, if I don't predicate my level of complaining on that thing that I want, then I'm good. Like, I feel like it's difficult to have a thought and not really be attached to it. Like when I have, when I think, I'm attached because it's my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My my desires, whether whether they're long lasting or short lasting, for a split second, I'm like, damn, I I might really want that. You know what I'm saying? I think you know after the fact when the, the spirituality kicks in, my yeah. ego maybe takes a break for a second. I'm like, okay, this is what I need. This is what I don't want. But that attachment, I feel like, is that human side of you that really comes out to play for a oh, second. Absolutely, and your ability to control it. Is what makes you. I don't want to say a better human, but more at peace. Mm. I'm gonna leave you with something here. Go ahead. Right, we have human. I'm writing this down mm-hmm. for those who can't see. We have human. And you just talked about human, yeah. and then we have being. Right, we are human beings. This human being is a paradox. Why is human being a paradox? Well, I can tell you why. You just discussed human being a form of attachment, right? What do you do when you just be? Like when you're in that state of just being. You're just I mean you're, you're just like present, right? Like we're just being, we're being right now. We're being right now. That's detachment. Yeah. But that's that with that detachment comes connectedness. In a different regard. In a different regard, right? So so attachment and connectedness are not the same. Human being, human suffering or attachment, I should say, being detachment that interplay that that uh that paradox right there is the balance that everyone's trying to master right and if you get too far on being well society does not reward that if you get too far See, in but human you keep, but you can't master it right because they tell you if you're too detached you're a sociopath and if you suffer too much you're an empath there you go there you go there's there's no middle ground you have to do what works for you you know what i'm saying like there's been plenty of situations where I'm like I don't feel bad for what just happened or what I said or what I did but there's been also plenty of situations where I'm like I really yeah. feel for this person right now like damn yeah. like I, I want to help you know what I'm saying like yeah. but it's different and you define it and that you know like you get the choice to define dude, it dude that's like the one of the wonderful things about life yeah free that free will you know what I'm saying like as much as I think you know you're born is to be a good or bad person like there, there are choices that you can make that really like alter that course you you have that power that's the wildest thing too like you can really change the course of your life in the snap of a finger as soon as you cross that mental barricade 
You know what I'm saying? I've had all these thoughts of, about, uh, you know, maybe not wanting to do one thing. I want to do something that's better for me or whatever. Like trying to wean off one thing and do something else that's better. Like as soon as I cross that mental threshold, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But for me to cross that mental threshold takes a long time. You know what I'm saying? And it takes more suffering. It takes more detachment. It takes experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really have to just find the balance. I think balance is the most Yin key. yang, baby. Yeah, like that. It, I, dude, the Eastern. Eastern. Eastern, like, religions and stuff really got it down pat. Like, it's oh, really yeah. like they they I understand. They figured it out. They figured it yeah, out. Yeah, Zach's a big uh, Eastern philosophy guy. They uh, they really understand. Like, balance is, is everything, bro. There's balance in nature. There's balance in and and every aspect of life. If, if something's nature. good, one it's, one. it's 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 balanced. I think. Uh, well, obviously, Eastern philosophy looks at internally. Western philosophy looks at externally, right? Yeah. But I think the flaw uh, in Western philosophy is not acknowledging that we humans are also external, right? So are we? Oh, we yeah, make we're up so the external. Multifaceted. We're so multifaceted. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, they didn't have the ability to comprehend like how, how deep we yeah. were back then for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts. We got to wrap it up. Oh man. Time's flying like that. Listen, guys, if you are on FanDuel, get off of it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I, I was saying to Nando today, I think I'm a sleeper agent. Cause I'd be like, yo bro, I got the play. You just got to put $10 in. FanDuel should hire me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I have, I'm converting people left and right. I mean, but uh, listen, dude, like on some real shit on some real shit at the end of the day, be a fierce competitor. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you do something you love, do it to the fullest. I feel like, you know, whether no matter what it is, dude, video games, gym, uh, relationships, family, whatever brings you joy, make sure you do that shit to the fullest. Because if you don't, it's not going to be satisfying. You know what I'm saying? You're going to want more always. You're going to hope for more always. So just be you to the fullest extent. You know what I'm saying? Have that emotional intelligence like my man Francesco at a young, youthful age. Mm, wow. Just be you. But that's really it, bro. I mean, like, this is this is a great this is a great experience, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, Thank bro. you, man. I appreciate your time. Dude, I, I want to be back. I hope hopefully we run it yeah, back. Sooner than later. We, we're, we're gonna, gonna run figure it back, out bro. logistics. Yeah, I'm gonna we'll come on. I'm, I'm gonna do some some technical stuff. Yeah, you guys gonna see me on the technical yeah, side of things. Yeah, nah, for sure. You guys not gonna see me on camera for a little bit. I'll be behind the boards, maybe. We'll get going. You'll get that first eight minutes. All right, the bone. Uh, Yeah, man. We talked. Yeah, we did.